The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Usually we have this conversation Mondays at 3.30. Yesterday being a holiday Monday, we move it till Tuesday. And it is time for The, the Who. And I got to tell you, Todd Hirsch joining us on the phone now, uh, Chief Economi- uh, Economist, A2B Financial. Todd, I got to tell you, I uh, saw you on the news on uh, Friday talking about this yeah. <laughs> and thought, I don't, I'm not sure I can wait until Tuesday. Um, it, it was a very positive mm-hmm. spin on what, I shouldn't say spin, it was a very positive message that we are in recovery. Uh, mm-hmm. However, it was tempered with the fact that that recovery may not be as quick or apparent as we had hoped. Yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up. And when I talk about Alberta's economy being in recovery, it comes with a lot of caveats. For one thing, we do expect Alberta's economy in 2017, it it has expanded, so it's ended two years of contraction. But, you know, we've talked a lot on different, uh, different episodes of the Hoot. Over the last two years, our economy contracted about 7.5%, a massive two-year contraction. So it's 7.5 steps backward. This year, maybe three steps forward. That's positive, but it's still going to feel kind of recessionary. We are an economy that's uh, recovered only half of the ground that we lost over the last two years. So it's moving in the right direction, but it's... We still need to temper our expectations. Todd, what what areas are leading the charge here? Because I think uh, a lot of folks hoping that the uh, that the oil industry, the uh, the the resource industry, would be a, a, a major contributor here, but it doesn't look that way. Well, not not particularly. Ironically, the the energy sector over the last twelve months it actually has been one of the stronger contributors to to jobs about 17,000 new jobs over the last uh, year or so. That's good. The problem is they're lower paying than the ones that were lost. So a lot of people, if they're finding their jobs, if they're getting jobs back uh, in the energy sector, they might find them about 10% lower paying, fewer overtime hours, maybe more part-time or, or contract positions. So we're not really recovering in the sense that we're getting back to where we were. It's more an evolution. The energy sector is learning how to deal with 45 or $47 oil. That comes with lower paid positions and, and not as many of them, even though some have come back. So you talk about the energy sector. What other ones then have been, have been picking it up on the other side? Well, we've, and we've talked about this on the hoop before too, the tourism uh, industry, 2017, a record year for tourism largely helped out by uh, a relatively weak Canadian dollar, a little bit stronger lately, but over the summer months, May, June, July, August, uh, you know, that 75-cent Canadian dollar, that helped out a stronger U.S. economy and U.S. visitors coming. Uh, Agriculture and agri-food, that remains a star, a contributor to our provincial economy. And maybe not so much in the traditional agriculture, because I know farming is always a tough, it's always a tough slog. Uh, and it's very dry in southern Alberta. Central Alberta around the Edmonton area, not as uh, stressed with, with drought, but southern Alberta is drier. But the agri-food producers, uh, they've been uh, star uh, performers in the last uh, year or two. So, Todd, when you're doing a, a, a prediction like this or making a statement that we're in recovery, 
and, and, you know, you're even assigning a number to it, uh, you know, a certain amount of growth this year, perhaps a little less next year, but still a positive growth, which is good news. Yeah. You're tinkering with an engine, but aren't there factors out there that may result in the engine being thrown out altogether? Like NAFTA comes to mind. There are a lot of things. And, you know, it's, it's important to, to note there's always things. It doesn't matter if you're in recession or recovery or what stage. There's always some certain dark clouds on the horizon that act as a threat. But right now, it's we ha- there are threats uh, lurking out there as well. We have interest rates that are going to be going up. Now, we might see as early as tomorrow the Bank of Canada raising interest rates for the second time in, in three months. If they don't raise tomorrow, it will be in October. So we're going to see interest rates going up. That is to cool off a Canadian economy, because I I can just hear a lot of listeners out there right now freaking out. (laughs) Why on earth is the Bank of Canada raising interest rates when so many people are, you know, stressed or maxed out on credit cards? Well, the Canadian economy overall is growing actually quite strongly, and it needs some tempering. So that is why the Bank of Canada would be raising interest rates, but that does act as a potential threat to growth in Alberta and some of those other areas that are just recovering. Uh, and as you said, Andrew, uh, NAFTA, uh, the unpredictable events around the world right now, you've got North Korea testing missiles, you've got crisis in Venezuela. There's a lot of things that if you really wanted to get yourself worked up about, uh, you could, and they do pose some credible risks to the global and indeed the local economies. And, and you know, what about when we're talking about not relying entirely on the oil industry, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, to me, it's like, well, you know, if I'm trying to promote a show and one guy buys 300 tickets, that pretty much solves my problem. That's the oil industry, right? But if you're counting on individuals to do it, you're counting on small business to do it in the various industries that you just mentioned, but at the same time, you're hearing that Trudeau is talking about changing the tax structure for small business. Is, is that another one of those elements that could definitely change your forecast? Well, I don't want to uh, start taking political sides on, on anything. And, you know, it's, it's uh, lots of good reasons to uh, keep debating and, and keep discussing a tax reform. But, you know, it's always difficult for a small business to start out. And to say that, well, you know, this tax policy or that tax policy is, is against me. Yeah, we want to create a tax environment that is as favorable as possible. Um, but it is always going to be a challenge for those small businesses. That's the, I think that's the, the core strength of Alberta is that we've always had that entrepreneurial drive, even in difficult times. You know, is it fair to say, Todd, that it's about confidence? Because when you talk about a consumer discretionary buy-ins, oftentimes it's not whether or not they can afford it, but whether or not they're confident they'll be able to afford it a year from now. And the same is true of small business. It's not necessarily the small details of tax uh, you know, changes, but the confidence that they're going to be able to afford them. Yeah, consumer confidence, business confidence, those are both on the rise in Alberta, although they remain below where they were prior to the recession. But again, it's all moving in the right direction. And so much of it in Alberta, unfortunately, it all hinges on that price of oil and the energy sector. There's a very strong correlation with consumer confidence and the price of oil. Hmm. So it's almost as if Albertans instinctually know that, oh, if the price of oil falls to $40, you know, I don't, suddenly I don't feel very confident as a consumer. But if it rises to, you know, 60 or $80, I feel more confident. And with those oil prices, they're kind of stuck below $50, and that might be sort of a semi-permanent uh, spot for them. 
it's going to be a bit difficult, I think, for that consumer and that business sentiment to really rally strongly. But that said, it is, it's gradually moving in the right direction. Yeah, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because we do talk about the price of oil being the determinant uh, because it's such a major player. But the ripple uh, effect or the trickle, I should say, trickle down effect of that, you're absolutely right. Because it really doesn't matter what you do. You can work in a restaurant and say, well, you know, if the oil field is hurting, my business is going to hurt. And that may or may not be true. But you're right. It's inherent in in Albertans. There's so many. I always say there's so many. uh, It's. It's the dog that wags an awful lot of tails directly, <laughs> but more, more so indirectly. Uh, you have to look pretty hard in Alberta to find any occupation that is completely unrelated to the price of oil. But the only two that come to mind, not coincidentally, tourism, it actually works in its favor when oil prices are low. Hmm. Because gasoline prices tend to be a little bit lower, and let's not get off on that nope. rabbit trail. <laughs> um, <laughs> and lower oil prices also tend to uh, push the Canadian dollar down a little bit. So tourism, and I would also argue agriculture, they tend to actually do a little bit better uh, when oil prices are weak. Other than those two, and maybe I'd throw forestry in with that, other than those, uh, pretty difficult to find any other industry you talk about construction, retail, housing, financial services, uh, personal uh, services, all of these things so uh, heavily dependent on what the price of West Texas is doing. You know, you mentioned a moment ago, just before we let you go, about uh, Canadian dollar. So specifically, and again, with economics, it's a funny thing. Because you can feverishly argue either side of the argument when it comes to the value of the Canadian dollar. It's good for some and bad for others. So, again, is that like oil prices where stability settles that argument? Well, stability, uh, I I guess if we could uh, have stability in the Canadian dollar, that that would be a benefit because it takes the unpredictability out of it. I think even, you know, exporters, if they knew the Canadian dollar was going to be at 85 cents or at 95 or at 75, whatever, they could at least make some planning around that. But when you see these uh, currency fluctuations up or down, it just makes it difficult uh, to to plan around it unless you've got a, a, a currency hedge program set up. Mm. But if you're an independent you know, individual or a, a business, pretty difficult sometimes to set that up. For sure. It is funny how that has an effect. Tom Arnold last year at the Edmonton Comedy Uh Festival, we didn't, his check didn't clear between the time we issued it to the time he received it. It didn't clear for 10 days. And in that time, it cost us almost (laughs) $3,000, which is a lot of money to a small business. Yeah, no kidding. It just has that effect. Todd, always a pleasure to talk yeah. to you. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time again. We'll do it on Monday? No, we won't do it oh, next that's Monday. Right. We'll yeah. have to do it Tuesday next week, Todd. Okay, and you'll have Rob next week. Okay, okay we'll sounds good. To confirm. Thanks, Todd. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good week. You too. So if you were paying close attention, ladies and gentlemen, uh, among the commercials we just played was one that we didn't intend to play until after 4.20, but now the cat is out of the bag. Yes, the uh, afternoon news, winter holiday. Now, we're going to give you all the details about the winter holiday, what you can expect, everything right now. But at 4.20, right after we talk with Gord Steinke at Global News, uh, or maybe we'll get uh, Carol Ann. She's back today for, you know, first time after Matt Leap. But that is when we are going to give you the word of the day. And that's when you want to pay attention because that's the way you can win your way in. So January 21st to January 28th, we will be going to Playa Mujeres 
Muharis. Muharis. I want to say Muharis because we went back and forth <laughs> Had on to this. phone the resort to get the yeah. pronunciation, but <laughs> Muharis. Mexico. Uh, it's a secrets resort. Beautiful white sandy beaches. Um, it's a brand new development. It's, it's an award-winning development. Only 35 minutes from the Cancun International Airport. 10 minutes from downtown Cancun. Unlimited luxury. So you know what? This gets you round-trip airfare from Edmonton to Cancun with uh, Air Transat. Seven nights accommodation at the five-star Secrets Playa Mujeres Resort. Go. It's a golf and spa resort, a welcome reception and dinner with the group, a farewell dinner with the group as well. You know how these um, um, these work, daily breakfast, lunch, dinner, unlimited domestic and uh, international drinks, social activities, uh, one round of golf per day at the golf course, which is another fantastic golf course. We have the comedy show with Andrew. We have round-trip resort, airport transfer, uh, transfers. We're taking care of you on the whole trip. It's lots of fun. There's going to be a bon voyage, a reception uh, prior to the departure. Complimentary parking at Value Park at Edmonton International. And if all of you golfers out there are going, okay, how does this golfing bit work? Mm -hmm. Well, we'll tell you. So, guests can enjoy one complimentary round per person after one in the afternoon. Each day. Uh, each day. Yep. Okay. So now you do have to know there is a golf course, golf cart rental fee of $55 USD. Mm-hmm. So y- that's what you're paying. You're it's paying standard, 55 yeah. bucks American. Yep. And actually that's less than what last year's that's was, right. I think by half. It is. So this golf course is supposed to be absolutely uh, spectacular. It is a Greg Norman signature 18-hole course uh just ocean tropical views it's going to be spectacular it is and of course we've known about the resort for a few weeks now and uh kept it a secret for the most part. I kind of blurted it out on Friday and then we ran that commercial <laughs> so I'm not the only one who couldn't keep a secret but we've looked, my wife and I have gone through every page of that website and looked at reviews and it is spectacular. Mm-hmm. The resort is spectacular. The reviews are out of this world. This is going to be a really really fabulous trip and you know you and I, Jay, have gotten a little better at this uh, listener trip uh, thing. You know, it's so much fun now. The first time... I didn't, you and I... You and you. Well, I say you and I because you were always good at it and I wasn't. Um, but I've, I've we sort of... We figured it out. We figured it out now. And it is a lot of fun. We spend a lot of time with the listeners. We do a lot of fun things with them. And, and you sort of find that there's... You don't do everything together all the time. You sort of figure out that there's this one group that likes the cigar bar. Mm-hmm. And there's another that likes the swim up bar at the pool. And there's another that's always on the beach. And then we do all get together as a group... Uh, a couple of times, of course, during the trip, but you sort of get these little groups. Well, it's, it's, it's as much together as you want. If exactly. you don't want to spend any time don't with anybody, you don't have to. Don't have to see us at all, to. yeah. Um, if you want to hang out with us every day, we're there every day, too. Absolutely, yeah. It all works out for the best. And and then, you know, there's those uh, sort of side excursions that get arranged just among people. You know, who wants to go fishing or rent the sea-dews or mm-hmm. want to go into town or we heard about a pizza place. Don't go sea-dewing with Andrew. Um, you know, just give me some Dangerous. distance. Just yeah, what do you you have to give everybody I need a, I need, a, like, a, I'll say a 10-yard radius. Perhaps mm, you need to give everybody else a ten-yard radius. <laughs> I am dangerous on a sea do. I'm not going to lie to you. So this is how it's going to shake down for the next one, two, three, six weeks. 
at 4.20ish, right after we finish talking with Global. We are going to give you a word of the day. You're going to take that word and go to 630ched.com, click on the contest link, and you'll go down a couple and you'll see the uh, the winner getaway with Andrew and Jay Lynn. You're going to enter the word right there. Every day you enter, the better chance you have. There you go. Just that simple. And there will be no... There will be no... Oh, I... I missed I miss the word. Can you can you let me know? Yeah, we're not wise. doing that this year. No, we're not doing that. And, and you are so fair about these things that what you do is, the, on the first day, somebody goes, I missed the word. What was it? And you text them. And then from that moment on, you feel like you have to do it for no, everybody. So it's equal. It. So we're not doing it for anybody. Not doing it at all. So listen to can, the show. If you, and if you miss it, you can go listen to the audio vault and do it that way. At so the, don't right. ask. <laughs> Within minutes of every hour... The audio vault is updated with the past, the previous hour, and it stays there for ten days. So if you miss, not hard to do. No, it's really easy. Uh, Learn how to use our website. Your first chance to enter your way to win coming up in twenty-three minutes. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.